Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1 with All Care Pharmacy. Discover a healthcare team that's always here for you at All Care Pharmacy, Ireland's largest community pharmacy network. Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1. Orla has texted us to say that she'd listened to Moncon all day. She speaks Irish to her daughter, who is two, every day. And Orla says little words to introduce it to her, but I'll definitely be introducing her to some of these great words. Gaurav Mahagut. Thank you very much, Orla, for that message. And Moncon is an ambassador for Shocked in the Gaelga. And throughout the week, every day, Lyric FM is putting out Moncon's choice of the most interesting, quirky and unusual music words. You certainly could listen to him all day. It's absolutely fascinating. Fascinating. Um, just to let you know, it's been reported in the last half hour that UEFA is going to refund Liverpool fans who had tickets for the 2022 Champions League final in Paris. And you might remember the independent recent uh, independent report recently found that UEFA bears primary responsibility for the catastrophic organisational and safety failures that turned that final into an horrific traumatic experience for thousands of Liverpool and Real Madrid supporters. Fans were penned in, they were Sprayed with tear gas outside the Stade de France in Paris. Kickoff was delayed by 36 minutes. UEFA and French authorities initially blamed ticketless fans for the events outside the stadium. Well, the people who bought tickets now are going to get refunded as they as they should be, uh, rightly. Now, inflation may be cooling, but what about construction sector prices? They were the first to rocket following the outbreak of war in Ukraine. But will they be the first to ease and will those lower costs be passed on? Last week it emerged that the rate of increases in prices in the construction sector was showing some signs of easing. But what's it like on the ground? Well, I'm joined on the line now by Kieran McCarthy, who's director of KMC Homes in Cork and Limerick and also an engineer on Orchie's Cheap Irish Homes and Quantity Surveyor Claire. Claire Irwin, Kieran and Claire, great to have you with us. Thank you very much. We want to find out what your what your direct experience is of all of this. So, Kieran, I said there that building and construction, the first sector to see the spike in prices. What's happening now? Uh, good morning, Claire. So we were seeing some uh, like immediately after the uh, the second lockdown. Uh, we were seeing some increases in uh, initially timber prices and insulation prices. Uh, and of course, we were seeing very long lead-in times on on these products, which were normally available. Um, you could just you could, uh, put into a builder's providers and collect them straight off. Um, and these were taking weeks and sometimes even months to uh, to, to order and, and receive. Um, on top of the the prices increasing and things like steel were also increasing at the time and PVC. But I mean, this is nearly two years ago now. Um, and only very recently, like in, at KMC Homes, when we're d- designing a project, we're costing it as well. So um, we went out to a roof truss timber supplier um, a year and a half ago in, I'll give you the date, um, the, the beginning of November in 2021 for a roof truss price. And then we had a long planning saga and whatever. Yet. So we went out again for the same roof truss price in uh, the 12th of January of this year, and lo and behold, the roof truss price was 7% cheaper. Ah, than so, it was in 2021. Uh, correct. So uh, so it's not to say that things have gotten dramatically cheaper now, but like in, in, in the course of the original pricing versus, you know, the recent pricing, there has been a drop. Mm-hmm. So there are so so across the board. Then, when it comes for comes to say roof and floor trusses, are you saying that there's a stabilisation happening now, or is that just an aberration? 
Yeah, I spoke to the supplier. Like the, the supplier is in Cork, and of course they buy their rough timber in bulk from Europe. So they are getting um, roof. They're, they're getting rough timber prices, and it, it, well, the important thing to say is it's rough timber prices. It's not all timber prices, like composite prices and and finished timber prices. But they get um, quoted rough timber prices per cube from Europe, which are kind of in the commodities market. And they were getting signs even six months ago that there was a little bit of a stabilization and even some of these prices were coming back a bit. So I suppose they're passing on some of those, those savings to us now. OK, so Claire, what about you? What are you seeing? Do you notice any kind of a stabilization when it comes to the price of materials? Uh, very minimal, Claire, to be honest. Um You know, I'm receiving tenders back every week for, you know, home renovations or new build projects. And although there's a lot more interest um, out there, you know, there's there's more frequently I'm receiving calls from contractors who are interested in tendering projects and trying to forecast what I have lined up over the next year. Um, The prices that I'm receiving back in tenders aren't reflectant on the the interest there. Um, I don't see prices going down overly dramatic. Certain things like Kieran had mentioned there, you can see going down but then other in other instances such as insulation still rising um you know plasterboard uh there's there's such the war in ukraine had just such a massive impact on the price of materials and you know the volatility of the the supply and you know uh the energy cost inflations just had such a huge impact on tenders right across the board so mm-hmm. i'm still seeing prices rising unfortunately and what about um, labor costs claire um, the labour costs, I, I, they're they're definitely not decreasing. You know, um, from a labour point of view, you know they've increased costs now from energy, from fuel. Um, so I'm not seeing it going down any at all. Um, and there and there's still a bit of a shortage on labour too. Everyone's quite. Still, mm-hmm. um, I think people are a little more cautious and they are thinking ahead and thinking, OK, right, are we going to be as busy later on this year? Um, but uh, I'm not seeing the labour prices reducing any. But is the demand out there, Claire? You know, if, if builders are saying to themselves, I've got to be wary about hiring because of what might be coming down the tracks. Is there a big demand for construction companies to start projects, to quote for projects? Yeah, there's a huge demand because, uh, like we all know about the housing crisis, and um, there's a lot of people in situations where they can't find, you know, perhaps they've outgrown the house that they're in currently, and they can't find um, a new house to buy, so they're choosing to renovate and upgrade their homes. Um, the cost of the energy, you know, increases over the last year have made people a, a lot more um, uh, vigilant on their energy consumption costs in their own house so retrofit projects are in high demand um, over the last year and this EAI um, released great grant funding last February Um, so you know it incentivized homeowners to carry out these renovation works and Mm -hmm. upgrades to their to their insulations and their heating systems so um, there's still demand now I am seeing builders they're just being cautious you know uh, builders are very nervous about signing contracts for projects that have a, a long duration. Um, there's a lot of nervousness around there, which is completely understandable. Um, they're they're signing a contract and, and they're, you know, signing up to a lot of risk um, from a financial point of view. Yeah, because, Kieran, if you can't predict what it's going to cost, you can imagine why builders would be nervous. 
Yes, uh, Claire. I mean, there, there were a lot of uh, small builders um, who have come under huge pressure. That they might have signed contracts a year ago, a year and a half ago, where they um, where they had to absorb the inflation um, that, that they were experiencing during a project. Um, so I know, I, I just know from, from being out and about in the market that there was a lot of small builders that have come under a lot of pressure, and some have probably gone under as, as a result. So, so it is a big yeah. issue for them. Sorry, Claire. Go yeah, ahead. The, you want to come in there? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, there, Kieran. You know the no, the no. S the Society of Chartered Surveyors Ireland um, released a price tender index there in February of this year, and that showed inflation to be eleven point five percent on average right across the country. Now that's um, an average medium across the company. If a country, if you looked at Connacht and Ulster, um, the inflation rate is actually thirteen percent in those areas. And last week the Society Chartered Surveyors updated their MECA redress um, rates for the housing department. And if you look at those figures compared to the figures that they released this time last year, those rates are actually up 14%. So it's it's an awful high increase and it's um, a terrible you know amount of money for homeowners to have to absorb. It's a huge um, amount of money. I mean, if you're looking at doing a project and then you're hit with a, up to 14% increase on what you've budgeted for, for many people, that's a choice between doing it and not. Completely. And, you know, there's people stuck in, in uh, bad positions. You know, I have one particular homeowner who tendered their project last April, um, started around about July time, and now they haven't experienced all of, they've basically experienced the 14% inflationary cost, um, you know, and they're carrying out kind of a semi-self-build, you know, they had a contractor to bring up the structure of the house and then they were carrying out the rest of it. So the risk was, you know, split, you know, between the builder and the, themselves. So it's just such, uh, you know, there's so many homeowners that are stuck now that have all of a sudden realised, well, I'm not going to have enough money to finish this project um, and have to think outside the box and yeah. go back to the bank to see if they can obtain more um, funding. Kieran, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so what I would say is, like, I mean, I, I've been checking a lot of material supplies and, and of course, labour supplies now in the last few months. Like, my synopsis here is, like, that timber has, rough timber has come back a little bit, and that's being passed on to some degree. Um, steel has come back a little bit. Uh, speaking to one of the largest um, builders providers in Cork and Munster, they tell me a lot of products are kind of holding ground at the moment, so they're kind of level. And they're cautiously optimistic as they look into 2023. Now, bar any major escalation in the, uh, the the unfortunate war in Ukraine, and I know for a fact, then if you if you go like they wouldn't be that 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 bill provider wouldn't be supplying concrete and cementitious products. Uh, and speaking to a, a major supplier there, I know they're due a 10% hike imminently. Um, so you're talking concrete blocks, you're talking aggregate, you're talking concrete itself, any kind of quarried products. They are due a 10% hike, um, but they feel that that might do us for the year. So whereas I do feel there are products that have gone down a little bit, we know the cementitious products have gone up a little, are still going up. And as Claire said, the, uh, the gypsum type products there for um, plastering, there's a lot of products in the middle then that are kind of holding, holding ground. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am feeling the heat is going out of the inflation overall. Now, then if you look at labour rates, talking to block layers, block layers are getting a little bit quieter because last year they were, their rates were going up every fortnight, every month. Now their rates, from the end of last year onwards, they've held them. They're holding them this year. 
and we're getting the occasional phone call from block players going, have you much coming on this year, whereas it would have been the other way around last year. So, um, so look, I, I'm, I'm seeing some of the heat coming out of this inflation reading cycle okay. at the moment. In so, so it sounds like you're, you're optimistic about this. Claire. I'm not so sure if you, you have that optimism <laughs> that Kieran has expressed there. Um, I, you know, I'm hoping that the rate of inflation reduces this year. It couldn't possibly. It's completely un- unsustainable to continue rising the way that it has. And I'm hoping um, that the outlook for this year does reduce. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the CSO figures and the SCSA figures would make me believe that it will still increase, but not at quite uh, as high a dramatic rate. Um, but I think it'll just hopefully just not as rise as quickly. Kieran, why do we have to keep a close eye on what's happening in Britain? Because there's a, a shrink a shrinkage in construction expected of up to 7%, isn't there? Does that mean that there, they might have some products there that they don't need that we might get at a reasonable price? Yeah, I suppose like we, like Ireland's tenders for the same, um, in mass for the same product, they're all kind of packaged in the general kind of British uh, package. So uh, so if the, like if we're, if we're buying products from Europe, that, that, that that's in the same package as the package that Britain is getting. So we're all tendering for the same um, products. Now, okay. If, um, or, or bidding for them, I should say. If, if Britain's um, demand is lessening, then there's more products available and we get them at better prices because there's less demand from Britain for those products. And I suppose they, they probably get the first dibs on them. So, so believe it or not, um, a slowing British economy is actually of help to us when it comes to, uh, to bidding for these commoditised prices. You know that example that Claire had of, of the people who had put their job out for tender in April, started their work in the summer, so they've experienced all of those inflationary prices. Do you come across that a lot, Kieran, where prices rise significantly in the course of a build? Yeah, I suppose like the the issue with a kind of a tendering for a um, a project as such is like okay, there's a lot of materials in there. There's also builders' overhead there. There's also all the um, the labour rates in there. So it's hard to know exactly which element of the um, of the, the the price is actually causing the inflation um, aspect. And I suppose when you look to kind of extensions and renovation that side of it, they're heavily labour um, weighted as well because there's an awful lot of knocking down walls and rebuilding walls, kind of slow labour intensive work. So, and, and with, those, with those kind of projects, even when you're pricing them, there's a, there's a view taken by the builder on how much he wants the project or how difficult he sees it or the access could be very tricky um, or the client might be living in the building while you're renovating. So there's a yes. lot of other factors that would be in a project like that. They wouldn't be, say, a one-off house. Okay. And Claire, before we finish, um, you have a word of warning. I know we've heard this before, but it's really worth saying it again. When it comes to home insurance, if you've higher rebuild costs, you need to look at how much you've insured your building for. Yeah, and I can't emphasize this point enough, Claire. Um, the SCSA uh, published a house rebuild calculator last September, and I would urge all of your listeners, even people who are not uh, endeavoring on construction projects, but even for yourself, Claire, go on the website, check out the rebuild calculator, type in the, the, the size, the floor area of your house, and ensure that your house is accurately insured 
So God forbid if something catastrophic should happen to your home that you're adequately insured, you know, for the cost that you would incur to rebuild it. So I can't emphasise that enough. It's a really brilliant, you know, tool on their website. All right. Good advice there to finish on Claire Irwin, Quantity Surveyor and Kieran McCarthy, Director of KMC Homes in Cork and Limerick. Now, coming up next, the much sought after Eurovision tickets on sale uh, this lunchtime coming up to 12 o'clock today. It's being held in Liverpool. We'll speak to TV critic Scott Bryan about it all after this. Listen back on the RTE Radio Player app. 